I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And today we watched another Mickey Mouse short. This one was called Gulliver Mickey. It's from 1934. And it involves uh, old Mickey Mouse telling uh, the orphans, which are just a bunch of little Mickeys that appear in some old shorts, telling them a story to keep them entertained. Um, And his story is him ripping off Gulliver's Travels. And also putting a giant spider in it at one point, um, which at least isn't in the advertisements that we've seen. But maybe so, that's it later in Gulliver's Travels, past the Lilliputian part. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's just me. It's just Mickey having telling an adventure about interacting with a bunch of Lilliputians that are trying to shoot cannons at him and stuff like that, and he's just amused by all of it. What did we think of this short? Actually, first question, Mom, do you remember this short at all? No, not really. Interesting. It was partially on a VHS I had back in the day, colorized, and it wasn't the whole short. They had clips, basically, from it. So it was colorized? Yes, they colorized okay. it. It okay. looked garish. It didn't look very good. Okay. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they had stuff from here. I definitely remember... Uh, him getting hit in the butt with the arrow and going into the water and playing with the ships and hit some of him fighting the spider and stuff like that. There there was bits of it. Okay, yeah. Now now that you say that, the colored version and whatever, I just mean is now it's kind of, I, th- kind I of think vaguely. I do vaguely. What did we remember. What did we think of this one? It was cute. I mean, nothing to write home about, but I think it was pretty cute. It was enjoyable. Yeah, it's enjoyable, and I'm my opinion's colored by nostalgia, which I'll say straight up. So I'm not going to be surprised if I rate it a little higher than y'all, just because I got that nostalgia going. Um, but yeah, it's a cute little short. It's not one of Disney's best, but it's a solid. It's another solid Disney short. Did yeah. you have any Godzilla vibes when the spider came in? Oh, I mean, <laughs> how can you? How can you not when this yeah. giant spider starts stomping through these tiny homes and? And then him and Mickey fight. Like, yeah. yeah. This is from 1934, though. So it's before Godzilla was a thing. Okay. Um, okay. Cool, cool, cool. I think it's before. When did King Kong come out? Oh, I don't know. I think this is after King Kong, though. So, so I think I want to say that was 31 or something. I forget exactly. Maybe I'm wrong. Sorry if I'm misremembering that. Uh, but I think King Kong existed. And I know Godzilla didn't exist yet. Okay. At the point where this was made. Cool. Let's get specific. Let's talk about story and characters and stuff. Uh, not a lot of characters here. No. Um, Pluto is in here for <laughs> one scene during which his tail is pulled. So he's not really a character. So we basically have Mickey, Mickey's nephews slash the orphans in general and the giant spider. And, I, and the Lilliputians yeah. in general. You, they're, they're sort of a, a main Lilliputian character that's the general guy. Yeah, he stops being there halfway through, but like he's he's there. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, he's kind of the most prominent of the Lilliputians. Yeah, who were never called Lilliputians or anything. And the name Gulliver isn't actually used in here. It's just the title of the short. Well, they But all... they expect you know. <laughs> No, he was reading a book, right? And, and it said have Gulliver's Travels on the book. It oh, did. it might have had that. Yeah, I missed that. Which I thought that was funny. Uh, so we see in the beginning Mickey reading the book, and then the orphans are like playing around and uh, 
when he brings them back together to tell them a story, he's like, let me tell you when your, you know, Uncle Mickey got shipwrecked on an island. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, you got shipwrecked on an <laughs> island? Interesting. He's like, eh, it's uh, less explaining if I just say it's me instead of this guy. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he initially tries to engage them with, with playing around because... One of them seems to be a little bit of a scamp in that sense. Reminded they're all, they're me. all scamps. <laughs> okay, but reminded me of uh, Huey, Louie, and Dewey. But uh, but when they came by, like on some kind of wagon, barrel, something, they were on this, this long carpet. And so he sneaked underneath the carpet and then went underneath their wagon, boat, whatever, and, and was, you know, w- was fun. And they were having, you know, fun with that. But then one of them decided to poke him with an arrow or, or something sharp in yeah, his yeah. hiney. So. The first of many times Mickey got poked in the hiney in this Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I think you're onto something, honestly, with the, the, the orphans, as they're generally referred to, um, being precursors to Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Um, there's also, I don't remember what their names are, but there's two little nephews that appeared in literally one short uh, but that we aren't going to watch, but that I think were relatively prominent in comics around the time that are also like just kind of little rapscallions. And yeah, it's just kind of the archetype that Huey, Dewey, and Louie end up fitting into, but they end up being the characters that actually last. But obviously, they are not they don't exist yet because Donald doesn't exist yet. Yeah, so. mm, I think that's what kind of allows them to stick is Donald's character. Exactly. And you how ha- he reacts to it. That's, that's I think, exactly it, is that Mickey isn't fun enough to bounce rascals off of. They're they're all rascals. So he, yeah. it's kind of back and forth. Mickey's a little bit of a rascal, and, yeah. but then in his more boring times, it's just like the straight man trying to deal with the problems that are caused. Whereas yeah. later with Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Donald, they're actively agitating him, and he plays into that with his angry personality so yeah yeah no that's a hundred percent why <laughs> um we'll eventually see uh not too terribly long from now that these uh particular rapscallions are actually essential in donald and the nephews kind of existing oh uh, more on that in a different short oh okay i also like how this was very non-lethal and non-icky <laughs> with uh, because you know the even at point blank range none of the cannons none of the arrows or anything that was shot at Mickey gave, you know harmed him in any way kind of bonk other his than, nose and stuff yeah they and yeah that was just really enjoyable and then i mean the most was when he had pointy things and an arrow shot into him and stuff you know it made him do the you know stereotypical you know, and, and jump and leap. Uh, but it was it. some of the ones that have bothered us that have insinuated piercing yeah. or whatever. And you're like, oh, so yeah, there's I, no real sense of piercing here. Just like, a, ow, his butt got hurt. Yeah. So I just it just made it the whole thing enjoyable. I didn't have to cringe at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciated that. What'd you guys think of the big spider that came in that had Pete's face? <laughs> I, know, I know. The funny is that that's really what's furry distur- too. Yeah, that's what's disturbing to me is when they have like these faces, and then of course it was the whole time going, <laughs> having this evil laugh. So I'm like, okay, I'm not quite sure about this spider. I, I'm amused by the idea that Mickey's like. 
like, yeah, I'm going to put Pete in this story. He's my nemesis. So, like, he's the giant spider. I'm not going to say it, but, like, that's his face right there. And then I kicked his butt. He was just ad-libbing. He's like, I didn't actually finish the story yet, so... uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess a spider comes down from the mountain. (laughs) Right, right. And then he started beating up a pillow, and the kids were like, heck yeah. So he's like, oh, going all in on beating this pillow. Except for that one who was like, uh, this is boring. Yeah. I know, that one little stinker on the couch that then then tricked him with a, with a spider. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, and I did like, you were saying it was a furry spider. It was funny and a little bit, uh, but but it was it was just funny, just funny, that when he would hit the, the spider, some of the fur and stuff would fall yeah, off yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah, that made it funny. It's also worth noting that the spider had six legs, not eight, but you know, they're... T- they got a lot to animate, okay? Yeah. They got to simplify it, just like they do with hands. Yeah, exactly. They have, like, four fingers. Exactly. So it's it's fine. I also like the the, the irony of, I, I would say irony, I guess, when the spider first leaps on Mickey and, and uh, looks like gel cells. Yes. But it's like there's an open end on either <laughs> side, but yet he's standing at the bars, like, rattling them. But I'm like, why don't you just walk look, out we, either look, one we of see the other two ends? Our perception is that he's totally trapped. We don't see the side, Bob. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> what do you guys think of the, the voice acting in this one? Which is mostly oh. mo- Mickey, the, the orphans... I wouldn't. I don't know how how much I'd classify the little squeaking that the Lapusians do, and then the giant. Well, spider. I mean, I think that was one of the funnier. It moments, was really funny. Is whenever you have this general coming up with the horse. Oh and, yes. You know, it's kind of a build up of like we're gonna tell you what we want, and then he just starts squeaking. <laughs> yeah. I think it's aided by, and this is animation, but it's aided by the fact that it feels like his mouth just like flops open and closed like a Muppet almost, like. Just the way he's animated combined with those sudden, like, just... is so funny. Yes. Funny. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed the voice acting. Everything from the squeaky voice there to the... <laughs> of the spider and so forth. The giant spider is voiced by Billy Sheets, who I- I'm not really generally aware of. I don't think he normally voices uh, Pete or anything. Um, and then it's Walt Disney himself still voicing Mickey. This is, I think, one of my favorites that I've heard of him, heard him do so far. He's, I I can hear him pretty clearly. The audio quality is there. Um, and he just, he just seems to be having fun. Uh, he has, there's, there's a couple of the, uh, of them that, that, there's a couple of lines that when he says them, I'm like, oh yeah, he says this, this way. And it just amuses me. Or when he gets hit with the giant arrow in the butt that like, kind of laugh like owl uh, sound that he makes is really funny to me how it starts high and then kind of goes low i just he does he does good in here it's very lots of personality for mickey of uh, being a, a little rapscallion and and mickey really is a rapscallion in this one he's, yeah he's basically the antagonist to the lilliputians for most of it whenever he's interacting with them or however he tells the story i guess he's always having fun yeah like they're shooting stuff at him and it's like going in his face and he's blocking it off but he's always smiling like yeah. he's never worried it about- doesn't it doesn't feel like he takes them seriously yeah exactly that he plays with them as if they're in a tub whenever he's in the bay like yeah. blowing the boats and all of that but then he's not he's not like a monster when when a bunch of the guys fall overboard one of the ships he like scoops them all up and deposits them back on their ships. yeah so. yeah and and it's cute because 
like you all are saying, he's having fun, but he's certainly not doing anything to help the situation no. because when the general comes to talk to him and he picks up the general. He actively uh, antagonizes. Yes, because, yeah, he starts like, I don't know, you know, yeah, tickling his hiney. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah. And, and again, the whole time he's just laughing and, and just having a good old time with it. Yeah, yeah. Any thoughts on, uh, any more thoughts on animation? I mean, I, I think it's good. I think the the amount of Lilliputians moving around and stuff, I, I feel like it was pleasing to the eye, how smoothly they moved and how many there were. It was just like, yeah, it looks like a bunch of little, little guys moving around. Like, I, I liked it. One thing I did appreciate is, you know, I don't like destructive humor and I don't like that. So I'm glad, like, he didn't accidentally fall into buildings or things like that. The most destruction was at the very end in the the house where he was with the with the nephews because of the spider that one of them threw his way. He ended up, I don't know. A toy spider. Being, yeah, being catapulted into the ceiling or he something. He was scared. He or jumped scared, up. Jumped yeah. and, and then destroyed some of the ceiling and whatever, the chandelier that came down um, with part of the ceiling. But yeah, that was about the most destructive. So I, I was glad that they didn't go that route. Yeah, I think that's interesting with the the move towards realism, how the comedy shifts, because you mentioned a lot of the stuff early on uh, that we would get kind of squicked out at is things getting pierced in ways that seem uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, But at that time, things were more squishy, like not as realistic and all of that. But now that we've shifted more towards that, and I, I assume they're more aware of how uncomfortable and maybe not funny that might be. Yeah. Like, that doesn't fit with the vibe of the short. So everything, like, pokes, but generally bounces off. And you're not going to see it going into skin or it, like, ripping clothes or something. Yeah. And I, I there's, again, several shots here of, of Mickey getting poked in the butt. Um, but I think... Comparing it to a short that you guys didn't see uh, that was uh, a silly symphony involved a mouse getting wings at one point. Anyways, there's a part where he's kind of fly falling and there's a big sharp like thorn on a plant that his his butt goes into. And like it it goes too deep. It feels bad. Right. It Ugh. feels real bad how how much of that thorn gets him. Uh, and I think they they struck a good balance here with the amount that the pointy objects seemed to like poke into Mickey at all. It didn't. It seemed uh, like obnoxious to him rather than painful. I guess. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you have his reaction kind of telling you how to feel as well. Uh, but yeah, there was one that we did see where I think it was Pete, like a, a thing went up kind of through his back. Oh yeah. That was one of the like. earliest ones. With, right. Right. And we yeah. were like, Oh no. Oh yeah. Uncomfortable. Yeah. So they've, they've pulled it in, but also I think it tames, I guess the, the humor, like it can't go as far. So like this was funny, delightful, but like. Yeah, the part of increasingly Disney's thing is even in their comedic shorts a, a pretty big sense of realism and it's the point at which Warner Brothers starts moving away from trying to ape that that they really hit their stride and they yeah. are able to go farther while still like 
still being within the because you know you have much later you'll have stuff like itchy and scratchy or on the simpsons where part of the point of that comedy is going farther than classic cartoons did in a grotesque way right you know um and that's generally not like i'm not super into that generally <laughs> um but like there's still a lot farther you can go than what Disney is starting to do and increasingly kind of does in a lot of ways of really like warping and stretching and just going going weird with the animation that definitely Warner Brothers does some and Warner Brothers more and more like kind of cashes in on like see the these characters get hurt a bunch but they're just annoyed about it all the time right but the you can push the extremes of that as long as they don't feel like they're too hurt. Right. You can you can have Daffy Duck get shot in the face with a gun and he looks annoyed about it rather than injured despite like his bill being all out of whack and stuff like that. You know, you can you can play with that stuff. Um and and Disney at the point where that stuff is happening is is generally not doing quite that sort of thing. It'll be interesting to see where they're at once we get to that time period, but yeah, they're already in a trajectory moving away from that, and Warner Brothers is still copying them more or less, so they they haven't broken out of it yet. One thing I would like to point out is that there was a logic with what they did with the poking and the arrows, because the first arrow, uh, he was hiding under a house, but it propelled him into the bay where then he started interacting with the ships. Yeah. And then one of the ships you know, you know, poked him in the hiney and that launched him back into the city where the spider came. So I I just mean, it wasn't just... Yeah, paying attention to the the direction that the action moves to have a sense of logical consistency. Yeah, and it being even purposeful, not just the gag of, oh, he's getting shot in the hiney. Yeah, it moves him to the next set piece. Correct him. Definitely. Correct, I mean. (laughs) Correct. Correct him. You guys have any thoughts on sound design? I liked where it ended when he was telling the story, his whistling and oh, like yes. shaking of the blinds and kicking of the can to represent poor Pluto getting his tail pulled. Oh, to I howl. Know. That was from one of the little scampy yeah. little little nephews. Yeah, Mickey wouldn't do that. But yeah, I, I like that to kind of set the scene. You establish he's making these noises, but then you're in the story. And you can just kind of in the back of your head imagine all the sound effects he's still making for them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's it's really cute. Let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? Um, I think overall decently, there is a blackface gag, though. Um, pretty easy to cut um, and also sort of easy to not even notice. Um, but it's when the Lilliputians are kind of messing with some of Mickey's stuff. Uh, one of them is like messing with a pen. It squirts ink into another one's face. And so there's he's got like a blackface thing going on before he runs off screen. Fortunately, it doesn't say mammy or anything. So that's part of how it's you could your eye could be focused on the other side of the screen and not notice it as much. But it is there. Um yeah, it's it would be easy to cut out and the cartoon would be better for it, but yeah. it is there. So um, other than that, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's interesting that this is definitely still um, a an example of what a scamp Mickey can be like. He, he's, I think, softened even a little bit by this time, but he's still very much like in full scamp mode in this. And, and I appreciate that for him. He hasn't been dulled too much yet. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go on to our favorites and least favorites. What was your least favorite moment in the short? Pretty easy. It's the blackface gag. 
Yeah. Just, just yeah. cut that. It was also just not as funny. Like, they, they had two main uh, instances, I think, of, of seeing the Lilliputians mess with something from his pockets. And I really liked the first one uh, where they, like, mess with a, uh, um, uh, what are they called? Like pocket watch, oh. po- the the pocket knife, knife uh, toolkit oh, little thing yes. Yes. that like snaps open and then kind of looks like a dog or whatever. It's it's cute, but then yeah, the the pin gag is it's pretty obvious. Like a guy's about to get hit in the face with ink, which so okay, yeah, sure. And then it's a blackface gag, so yeah, just cut that bit. <laughs> yeah, I agree. What was your favorite moment in the short? When the the general uh, speaks and it is the. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's not what you expect. It's very funny. Yeah, I I think I second that. I, I enjoyed that the most. Yours is the laugh. <laughs> I do really like that. I'll I'll say from the time he's hit in the butt with the first arrow through his whole water escapade. Like I oh, enjoyed yeah. that I enjoyed that transition into it and I enjoyed that scene itself. It's one of the ones that stuck in my head the most because it's one of the more prominent scenes in the edited version that I saw. Um but also I just like him like pushing them away with the water, but then messing with the one ship, all the guys fall in and he like scoops them up and puts them back in. Like, and he's just having a fun time. I just, I like that part. Who was your least favorite character in the short? I don't know. Uh, I guess I'll say overall the Lilliputians. Sure. I'm going to say the scampy nephew. I yeah, figured. <laughs> You, you don't like scamps. You're not, I don't. You, don't, you probably don't like Except Huey, Dewey, Mickey. and Louie that no, much. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't think you're a huge fan of Donald either. But anyways, I will go with... I'll also go with the Lilliputians. The, the, uh, besides the general guy, who's the most prominent one. The the regular Lilliputians. They're, they're, they're fun, but they don't like do anything. They're just little guys. Who's your favorite character? I mean, it's Mickey for me. Yeah, I'll go with Mickey. Yeah, I'm going to say Mickey too. He's having a ball telling these kids this story and he's just smiling the whole time while he's like being a little bit of a menace yeah. to, to this <laughs> group of people. And this is enjoyable. Uh, he's, he's good. Let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate it. Um, I definitely recommend it. I think it's a cute. It's not like essential, but it's good. Like if you're looking for some good old Mickey shorts when he still got like a per, uh, more personality. Like, yeah, this is, it's good. Yeah. I'll recommend it as well. Um, I think even given the, the blackface joke, it's, it's pretty minimal. They probably don't have a version where it's cut out or whatever, but the only, yeah. I mean, the only version that I know of is the very edited one that I saw, which of course cut it out, but it cut out a lot of stuff too, just because it was not the full short. I'll give it a, a 3.25. I also would recommend it, and I, yeah, I think I'm going to go with 3.252. It was really cute, well done, and not, you know, other than that one uh, blackface joke, nothing objectionable. I'll give it a 3.5, because nostalgia boost. Um, Aww. Yeah, there, there's that one joke that sucks. Uh, I will cut that out for if ever I'm viewing it again, because it's very easy to cut out. Um, but yeah, it's it's overall very cute short, and I, I enjoy it. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all. Next time, we will be checking in on uh, that famous sailor, Popeye. Oh, right. goodness. And okay. he's, he's dealing with a new rival, not Bluto this time. Ooh. Interesting. Ooh. Join us then. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.
This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 279-0566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.